0: You're now tuned in to The Investor Show, where we teach simple wealth creation for the common investors with investment advisor, award-winning author, international speaker, and founder of Royal Financial Investment Group, Prince Dykes. Once again, guys, this is The Investor Show as always. This is your host, Prince Dykes, coming all the way live from Denver, Colorado. Guys, don't forget to hit that like, strike, comment button. No matter whether you're catching us at or around the globe, um, if you like it, give it a thumbs up. If you don't like it, give it a thumbs up anyway. But as always, guys, I don't have a lot of time, and I definitely know you guys don't have a lot of time, so we're going to jump straight into it.
1: What up? What up? It's your boy, Vigo Sachi. This is The Investor Show, and you're checking in with the investor genius, Prince Dykes. Let's
0: get it. So today we have a very, very special guest on the line. As you guys can already see, we have Mr. Bonte Leach, Super Bowler. Make, make sure I sit there right. Super Bowl champion, Pro Bowler, uh, Bonte Leach and Collins all the way from North Carolina. And we're glad to have him here today. As always, guys, we're going to sit back. We're going to listen to his story, you know, hear uh, some of the gems and life that he has in Staples and Tell us about how the NFL and um, the finance side of how financial education, financial literacy, is life, all the other good stuff. But I know y'all are in tune in to sit and hear me talking, hear my voice. So without further ado, Mr. Vontae how you doing today?
1: I'm doing good, man. What about yourself?
0: I'm doing outstanding. I can't complain. And if I did complain, it wouldn't make a difference
1: anyway. Oh, you're right about that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So for people out there who may not be familiar with Mr. Von T. Leach, give
1: us a little rundown of, you know, who who are you? Um uh, Vontae Leach from a uh, little smaller town in North Carolina called uh, Roland, North Carolina. Um mm-hmm. play football, just um got involved in sports and stuff. Just the way of me, uh, just give me something to do, a way for me not to go home from school every day. Just give me a way, you know, um just to have something to do, just to have a hobby, you know, and I'm pretty good at it, you know, then I worked and got r- real good at it, you know, earned a scholarship to East Carolina, uh, East Carolina University where I, where I uh, played football there for four years and, and, you know, then I got a chance uh, going to go into the NFL. I was actually when I drafted to the Green Bay Packers. I stayed there for three years. I went down to New Orleans for about a, a month and then ended up with the Houston Texans for five years, you know, with Ann Foster led the league in Russia, you know, got out black for him. Um, then, you know, I uh, finished up the last three years in Baltimore. And won okay. the Super Bowl. That's a, that's a
0: great way to end because uh, you won the Super Bowl with uh, against the 49ers, right? Yep. You know, the same thing is I just had Tavares Gooden, on Gooden. I don't know if you're familiar with him on the show. Uh, yeah. You know, are you familiar with so, I'm, uh, I'm
1: familiar with T. Good. That's what he used to call him. He was a we actually spent some time in Baltimore
0: together. Oh, yeah, because he played for Baltimore. It was just funny that uh, he was on the uh, line. He was talking about, you know, the Super Bowl and Crabtree, that last-minute, you know, that four-yard catch. So it's going to be very nice to hear the opposite side of the Ravens. That was 2014,
1: right? <laughs> yep.
0: That was 2014, and, you know, it's, that, uh, I think that's pretty cool to hear, you know, have two good on one side, then have your side to win, and, you know, the run-ups and stuff like that. So, but, all right, so that's an a interesting pad, and I got to ask you this question. What was the feeling when you got signed to the Green Bay Packers? Because, well, Aaron Rodgers was there at that time, right?
1: Yes, well, they had drafted Aaron Rodgers my second year there. Um, and Brett Favre, I actually played play Brett Favre two years there, then they drafted uh and rogers um my second year there okay now you get there
0: you know what was the feeling when you find out that you know coming from these humble beginnings to now you're about to be paid you're in the nfl about to go to green bay about to be on tv how did that feel
1: well, it, it didn't necessarily all go like that. The first, um, first off, you know, I, I was undrafted, and when I first got there, I was actually starstruck. You know, um, these guys that I seen on TV, you know, the Brett Favre, Hall of Famer, the um, Donald Driver, uh, um. Uh, um the fringe you know, um, these guys that, you know, have uh, been putting them numbers for a long time out here, you know, um, that that's real good that you see on TV. And now you're in the same locker room with them. You know, uh, after that, you know, you got to get over the initial and shot that, hey, you're here to get a job just like they got one.
0: Okay, I see it, I see it. So now when you do get the job, how was it, you know, um,
1: so you got there and you was how long you was in Green Bay for? I was three years. Um when I got down the Green Bay for three years. Um I actually started off on the practice squad which um, okay. as a practice squad player you do the same thing as the as the team do. You go to all the meetings, uh, you practice twice as hard because you you're the scout team for the offense and the defense. You just make less money and you don't play on Sunday. Wow. And do y'all even travel to the practice squad even
0: travel around or?
1: No, so sometimes it's according to what team you're with, some team let the tra- practice squad travel, some team with uh, what not, you know. When I was at Green Bay, uh every week they took the they took one or two practice squad players, so I got to travel quite a bit when I was there at first even before I even made the team.
0: That you know, that's an amazing story because you know, to go from being undrafted to being on a practice squad, and you know, turning into a Pro Bowl and Super Bowl champion, uh, how does that make you feel going through that whole pipeline?
1: I mean, it just makes you appreciate it more. You know, um, I look back at you know my career, career stuff now that. I don't think if I um if I just made it right out right out of um right out of college, if I would have just went ahead and made the team right out of college or or made money right out of college, I don't think I would have been able to handle it or uh been able to last in the league as long as I have. Because there were guys that drafted in the first round, um, second round, third round, they didn't even make it three years in the league. Well, you did, you did
0: ten years, right?
1: Yep, yes sir.
0: Man, that's a long time, especially as a fullback, you know. You know, running back and fullback, you know, the legs get a little old. You know, oh, yeah. A couple hits. So, now you, you with Green Bay, you do the first three years. If he was practice squat the whole time, would really a really good position there? No, or? I...
1: Um, I got a position there. I was actually, I got a position there after my first, um, it's funny, my first, after my, after the first, uh, I ended up playing ten games in my first year there. I ended up playing mm-hmm. in ten games, playing on special teams, and, um, for ten games, us, ended up playing in some games, um, the second year, uh, my second year in Green Bay, um, the same thing, um, I ended up, I ended up making the team my second year and I'm playing in some games, playing some games. And that third year there, no, the second, yeah, the second year there, I actually um, was playing in games and um, I made the team. My third year there, um, I actually got hurt. Um, I actually got hurt. I told my, like, my MCL. So it takes about mm-hmm. four weeks to heal. So I missed – um takes about four weeks to heal, but I told them I'll be back. Um You know, when when the season starts, so the season starts, you know, I'm doing good. I actually started the first game. I graded out 93%. That is high when you grade out 93% out of 100. I would play against Chicago. That's the year Chicago made it to the Super Bowl. Ended up beating us. We we lost. But, you know, um, after the game, you know. Oh, so so
0: you you went to the Super Bowl with Chicago
1: no, 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 no. I'm saying they end up going to the Super Bowl that year. Oh, okay. Yeah, that Chicago made it to the Super Bowl. We played in the first game of the year.
0: So, we oh, been okay, okay.
1: Chicago, played in the first game of the year. And um, after that, um, that Monday when you go look at film and everything else, you know, um, mm-hmm. the coach said on the positive side, we had on the offensive side of the ball, mine, Amon. Amon Green had over 100 yards. Like I said, I grade out 93%. And on Tuesday, they called me to cut me. Just like that.
0: Whoa, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Now so they, they praise you one day and say, Hey, this is the only offensive yeah.
1: power yeah. we
0: had and the next yeah.
1: day they cut me. And the next day they cut me to bring Corey Robinson in. I never forget. I just <laughs> I just finished moving I just finished moving into a um into a um a little townhouse, a little duplex. I just moved the last piece of furniture in there and I got cut the same day. Whoa.
0: Wow. <laughs> Man, and now, now what's this, Like, when you guys get cut, I mean, what's next? You don't know how you're going to eat
1: next? Or how
0: does that well, go? Or is it they they kind of put you on another team. What's the process well,
1: with that? Well, the process with that is okay, you got to clear waivers. I mean, when you, you got uh, 24 hours, another team can claim you mm-hmm. off waivers. If they don't claim you off waivers, you know, you're free to do whatever. But, um, I actually got cleaned off waivers on a Tuesday. Uh, I got come on Tuesday I actually got cleaned off waivers on a Wednesday by New Orleans by New Orleans Saints, and I was on a plane that Wednesday night handed to New Orleans. That's how the all of it worked, so you move your last piece of
0: furniture in your house. Just had a great game, and the next day you get a phone call yeah they uh they cut Yeah, it.
1: they cut yep that's just how just how it happened. Wow. So now you're on the plane to go with Sean Payton. Yep. I, went, I stayed out there for a week. You know, they had lost both of their fullbacks. And uh, in two games, that they signed me and another fullback. We actually stayed together, put us up in an apartment. Stayed together, and we was actually down there for uh, – I was actually down there for a month. Mm-hmm. Until that fullback got healthy. Then they released me uh, – and after they released him, I home. I came home for about two weeks, and that's when I signed with the Texans. And then the rest was history. Okay, so
0: man, that's a let me make sure I get this. So you're having a good game, you you come from the pressure squad, work your way up. Now you're the only power they got on offense. Have a good game on a Sunday with Green Bay. They turn around they cut you the next day after you move everything yep. to Green Bay. So now You're on a plane, the next day going to New Orleans. They already got two fullbacks. As soon as the fullback healed up a week later, now you're released by New Orleans. So now you're back at home.
1: Yeah, I stayed there for four weeks, then they released me. You know, um, good thing about that, I was down there for four weeks. I was was getting paid, but, you know, then once they fullback got healthy, they they released me. So now you are in –
0: now you're back at home. Yep.
1: Don't know if you're going to play again. Now. Don't know if I'm going to play again or not. Back home, you know, it's still working out. Don't know if you're going to get the call or not. But um, I got to call for a tryout with, the with, uh, um, so when you get a call from another team now, you got to go try out. So I got to try out for the, for the Houston. Even if they Red
0: already team. got tape on you and everything. Oh, yeah, but yeah, you yeah, yeah. Try
1: you got to try out. You have to run, go in there. You know, you have to take a physical because they don't know why you got cut. They don't know something wrong with you. They don't just got to look at you. Um, they take you out on the field. You run drills. You catch. You do everything. So um, that's kind of how that process went. And at the time, I didn't know it, you know. But um, the GM actually had worked me out. I had a private workout with the GM and some of the head scouts and stuff. And I was the only they brought in eight wide receivers, two quarterbacks, and me. And I'm the only one that they kept out about everybody. Why? Everybody just got rid of them. Yep. Every, they just, all, every week, they just trying. Every week, every team try probably 13 to 15 players. So you got to be a beast
0: just to, just to dress up.
1: Yeah, just to dress up. You got to be pretty good. And just to make it to that level, you got to be real good. If you're sitting on that bench and you make it to it, you're good. No. You don't so affect the squad. Yes, you got to be good. Now, to be to 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 be to be a stand now or be to be one of the, one of the people that's the, the face of the league, you got to be great. So you Ron, and Ron McGee y'all the great. Ones. Yeah, you got you got to be you got to be somebody that that, that that that's real good. Okay, so now you get the call
0: from the Texas. You dress out. Yeah, now you want to Texas. what happened for me?
1: Well, with the Texans, um, I was actually before I started playing. I was actually in Texas for probably about six weeks. I was just running the practice. I was just running the um, our scout team practice, playing special teams. I never got in the game at fullback, you know. Um, but I practiced all week. I always practiced, and I went up to the coaches, and you know, like I need my shot at fullback, you know, because you know. I haven't been in the plan, but I make it look good all week in practice to get to the game I don't play. So the coach came to me and said, Vontae, you know, um, you're right. You're going to get some playing time. You may even start. So um, i never forget. We was in Oakland. I'm I for Ron Dane. Um, I started that my first time ever um, starting in Houston. So we went down in Oakland. Ron had about 130-something yards. We won the game. Um, first game I ever started for the Texans. never looked back ever since then.
0: Wow. And now, when did Adrian Foster come along?
1: Aaron Foster came on two years later, uh, because we had um we had Ron we had Ron, then we, we turned around and had um Amon Green, um, then mm-hmm. we turned around and have Steven Slayton, you know, he had over a thousand yards, Ron had over thousand yards, um, and then that's when Aaron Foster came on in two thousand ten. Okay. So now you got Aaron and Foster there. So you block him for him. How was that?
0: How was oh, it playing Aaron
1: Foster? Oh good. He was a great guy, you know. And was another you know, guy like myself, basically an unknown guy, uh, a free agent, you know, uh, a free agent guy, you know, worked himself up to to the starting position. Um, the first game we he ever started. I mean the first the first year going in 2010, you know. Me and him got player of the game, and rushed for over two hundred and I think about thirty yards. It just Indianapolis Coast and we won our first game um, with the Texans that year. So yeah, so and they never looked back. And then that year, I think he ended up the year with sixteen hundred and sixteen yards leading the league rushing.
0: All right, now I would be as far as uh, Andre Johnson. Those are the
1: names I remember about the Texans. Oh yeah! Oh, Andre Johnson was a, was a beast, man. I mean, he was an animal. You know, um, come hell or high water, we were gonna throw that ball to Andre. We didn't have a lot of players. <laughs> uh, uh, everybody knew we was gonna do it, and we did. It. And he got <laughs> he came through. So it was the game plan, you know, the offensive coordinator was like, "All right, guys, we're gonna line up. <laughs>
0: we're gonna throw the ball."
1: Yeah, we, we're gonna th- we're gonna throw it to Andre. We're gonna get that ball to Andre, and we knew that. Hmm. He delivered he delivered. So now,
0: you know, you're playing with the Texans. How did your time with the Texans end?
1: Oh, my time with the Texans end like this. Um, I can remember just like it was yesterday. Lockout, it was the lockout year. Um, it was a lockout year. Um, um, I had a great I had a great season going into the lockout year. Great season. I knew, um, like I said, Aaron had led the league in russia So, when we were doing good, you know, that meant I was doing good. That mean the price tag was going up. That mean you know, he used to have to make a decision, you know, where um, they're going to keep me. You know, we made it to the Pro Bowl. Uh, me and Ann made it to the Pro Bowl. We led the league in You know, that mean that my value went up. That means my value skyrocketed. So the Texans had to make a decision whether they're going to um, – my contract was up that year, so they just didn't resign me. They uh, – they felt like there was too much to, um, too much to give a full back, so I had to go for it Okay. So now you're back released again. Well, not re- not released, not this uh-huh. year. I won't back I, I won't release. released. Actually, uh, I won't release. They just didn't re- resign me. My contract was up. Okay. So yeah, Now you're back into. I mean to so say, you're back in limbo. Now you're back to.
0: Okay. Now what's next? Type deal.
1: No, I won't really in limbo. I was mm-hmm. I was gonna play. I, I was gonna play. I was actually rated one of the number one fullbacks in the league. So I was gonna play, just a matter of where I was gonna play at.
0: Got it. And now you
1: get the call
0: from Harbaugh.
1: Yep, I got a call from Ozzie and Harbaugh.
0: Okay. You said I, okay. So now you only went
1: to the Ravens.
0: How long did you play for the Ravens?
1: Um, three years. And y'all won the last year, you say? Yes, the no the um year before they won two thousand twelve, two
0: thousand thirteen Super Bowl.
1: Okay. So now how
0: was it going to the Ravens
1: being there with the Ed
0: Reeves and uh Ray Lewis and uh, you know, Antoine Bolden and
1: Flacco and you know, the list just goes on. I mean man, listen, we had a we had a lot of great guys, um the players managed the locker room. It was great, you know, from going to one extreme to the other, you know, um we had a lot of guys, guys do how to win. We won, we had fun, we did it we did it all, you know. So but uh, when we stepped into that that football field, we we, we we handled our business and after that, you know, we just went and had fun. Okay. Now, 'cause you know
0: that you all won the Super Bowl together. I, don't I think y'all was like a wild
1: card. I think y'all barely got yeah, in. Yeah, we were like, yeah, we we barely got in there. But what we did, we had a lot of injuries and stuff. What what people don't remember, the year before we went twelve and four. We went hmm. twelve and four and lost to New England. Um, first of all, we um, Lee Evans missed the go ahead touchdown. He dropped the touchdown. Then we missed the field goal to tie the game up in the wide, in, in the second of the game. That's how we lost the heartbreaker to New England. Uh, we had in the following year we had a lot of injuries uh, a lot of key players injuries and stuff at different times of the season but what we did do uh we got a lot of younger guys a lot of playing time and a lot of experience and stuff so when them guys got back we just kept people fresh
0: mm, so that kept rotating
1: yeah we kept rotating kept people fresh and got people experience. you know so uh, we did get in that wild card but we feel like we had just barely chance than anybody else uh and um, once you get in the playoffs, just like everybody said, this week 17 is a big week for a lot of people. Because once you get in the playoffs, it's zero zero. no matter what you're doing in the year. Yeah, it is, it's it is. It's just a different
0: level of competition. Did the competition level raise when you get to the playoffs versus the regular season? Yep,
1: did. I said it didn't matter. It don't matter. Um, mm-hmm. it don't matter. You got in at eight and eight or twelve and four. You you're in there. <laughs> that's all you want to be. You at the dance. You at the party. So it's it's whoever got the, whoever has the best game on that day. You got one shot each, each Sunday. You got one shot. Win in the fans. That's all you need to do.
0: Now us as fans, that sit back and watch the NFL, whole multi-billion-dollar industry. You've been got guy that's been there, veteran that. Been there, done there, Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, you name it. You know, coming from the practice squad, started from the bottom, right? Is the NFL
1: fixed? Oh no, it's not fixed. they just uh, the NFL is parallel. It's only it's only a little bit that separates the best team in the league from the worst team in the league. If you look at football game, only three or four plays cost everybody the game. If you look at it, really, I know just people just fans. There's, there's more than an average fan. There's no football. So you look at a football game, three or four games determines the outcome. I mean, three or four plays in each game determines the outcome of a game. Everybody got good players that they pay real good. So any given Sunday, anybody can be beaten.
0: Mm. Okay. So now you get out there. now you guys, people would not expecting you all to beat New in that year. Oh no, nah, we
1: we the year we won the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, we, that's what we that's
0: had, what T that's what T Good said. He was like, man, we no. thought you know New England was gonna beat them, and we know New England. We had to beat them earlier that year. Man, this was gonna, no, be, we, this was we, gonna be a breeze. No we, no.
1: <laughs> no, we 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 knew we were gonna beat New England. We, we 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 knew that we we beat we just beat New England earlier that year. Hmm. You know, did we just beat them earlier that year or the next year? We knew we were gonna be we knew we had New England never. We we wanted to go back up there to New England. That's the thing that people didn't know, that's what we wanted to do. We mm. wanted the revenge back up there. We wanted to go up there. Our hardest thing was, you know, when we when we had to come back from twenty one point deficit to beat Denver. Mm. You know, we we came back from twenty one point deficit to beat Denver and you know Oh yeah, y'all had that big long ass I think. Yep, uh, we had a 20, 21 <laughs> death. the Jacoby Jones, to beat, <laughs> yeah. to, to be, and, and Tor, Tori Smith caught one, too. So we knew we were going to beat them. I mean, I was watching
0: the game, and I was like, man, that safety got one job. Don't yeah. let nobody get behind you. He had one job.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, once, once we got past Denver, we knew he'd we go into New England and beat them. We knew yeah. that. We know it was going to be tough, but we knew we had it never last year. I mean, year before, we, we just lost on a hope and a prayer. I mean, if, if we ever caught that ball, we, we could have defended for two Super Bowls back to back. Casey, true. Hmm. Okay.
0: That's true. We got a point. Now, playing into the biggest game into your life, the Super Bowl, down in New Orleans. I want to you know who turned the lights out.
1: Was that you? No, it won't be somebody to turn the lights out. I think the football guys did, because we were going to run out of there with it. We I were know. We really run. Oh, yeah. It's somebody. like the lights
0: turned out, then the game became competitive. I'm like, I asked good, I'm like, man, what's that you on the sideline? You the
1: lights out or something?
0: To get a time out of break? But, and yeah, because, you know, it puts it very one side it before the lights went out.
1: Yeah, it it was one sided, you know. Uh, I think they look at that lights ran out because we're going to run the lights of the scoreboard out? But
0: it could not <laughs> get Super Bowl. But how how um did did you guys know you were going to beat the Forty Nine
1: ers? going to Oh yeah, we, we 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 had you know, we had our time. We had, we knew them. You know, we knew what we were going to do. Uh, we, we knew them. Uh, we if you if you if you remember, we you recall, just Thanksgiving, we just put a bitch thinking on just th- Thanksgiving of that year. Mm. We we put a real good spanking on them that year, so we you know we, we 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 knew you know if we got past New England in the fourth we knew we could beat the fourth Oh, we we were confident. We were confident going into that game. We we walked with the swag. We were confident going into that game. Hmm. So I had no problem. It just always like, oh, easy day. You about to go get the Super Bowl. No, we 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 were just confident that we can beat them. I mean, even if we were gonna be tough, we were confident. We just had the confidence that we can beat them. If it, they were, you know, the, the players and stuff. We seen them when we passed by them. They was uptight and everything. We was loose. We were ready.
0: Okay. Now when you get out there, y'all play the game, and, you know, they come down to, you know, Catherine is just coming back, and they got that one play that they can tie up. I think it was tying up the game at that time or something like that. And uh, y'all never lose confidence. Like, man, what if they get this touchdown? Know,
1: yeah, well, well, you know, uh, you got to look like this. What better way is it? That it was on our defense. Baltimore has always been a defensive place. It's always been defensive. What better? What better way to end the game than the goal line? Goal line stand with your defense on the fourth on the fourth and goal. Yeah, a good point. Because Baltimore's
0: Baltimore.
1: always known for defense. Yeah, so fourth and goal, you put your best defense one of the league's best defense out there. One play, who you gonna take? Who you got your money on? <laughs> That's true, but they
0: kind of had a little momentum, a little bit. I was kind of worried,
1: like right yeah, man, they did have, they did have some momentum, yes, yeah, but you know, they had we we did, but we didn't break. That's the difference. We been, but didn't break. Yeah, we been, but we didn't break. Okay, so how would that feeling to get that Super Bowl? Oh, man, that was one of the greatest feelings in the world. You know, I hear people talk about it. Um, you can really can't explain to people until you have a chance to, to 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 be in it yourself. You know, I have heard coaches talk about it, uh, players, other players and stuff, you know, how I feel, you know, man, it's just, you know, growing up as a, little, as a little boy, that's all your vision except for winning the Super Bowl or or, or Hitting the last shot in the big game was just winning the Super Bowl—I mean, you just envisioned that. So when it all happened, when that confetti fall, it was just—it was just joy. Hmm. Now you play one more year,
0: you know, you realize like, hey, though the NFL, what what is life at the ball?
1: Well, um, uh, well, I got into life at the ball, you know, even while ball was going on. you always know, you know as you get older, the league get younger and, and league get cheaper and younger, so they whether bring somebody in you know that could play two or three positions and they could play cheaper. And they're paying you, you know, a fullback that's making that type of um, the type of money. I was making. They could play two or three guys that, you know, and they could play four different positions. And me, I'm just playing one. So you got to realize that, you know. Not only that, you know, um, you got to realize football me not for long. I can't play football the rest of my life. You know, mm. it's kind of kind of a cliche, but you know, you can't. You know. Okay. So you have to start planning. You can't wait. You cannot wait until um until your last year to start planning for retirement. You have to you have to do that while you're in there, while you're still in. You gotta start planning for retirement or for a rainy day. Okay. Now, let's get on to the financial
0: side of the house. Throughout your ten year, ten year that if you don't mind seeing here, or if you don't my estimate, how much money do you probably think that you probably break right then? All together,
1: Uh, in my NFL career, Hmm. right at maybe probably right at man, right at maybe about twenty million. Ooh, as a borrow five (laughs) dollars. As as a fullback, you know, (laughs) you know, broke all my money tied up. (laughs) Right, you know, as a fullback. So that 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 Uh, that was that was pretty good as a fullback. I
0: know that's pretty good, you know. So now, looking on it, did you make any investments
1: while you were yes. here? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I made some investments. I made some real estate. Um, I got commercial and single family properties um, that I rent out, you know, that I own, and I okay. and I rent out. So um, that's what I've been doing. I actually started doing that in 2000, and I think about 2010 I started doing that. I bought my first one in 2010. Now, what got you into real estate? Well, you know, um, it, it, like it's, uh, well, it's about sad to say, uh, not sad to say, but, you know, a lot of people cannot, um, a lot of people cannot go to the bank and get a loan and stuff, for house and stuff like that, you know, whether it's the credit or anything else. So uh, hey, I had the money and I had good credit. So I said, hey, you know, this is just a way that I can make some money. Okay. All right.
0: So you just started to, you know, and that is the only form of investing that you did, just real estate. Or got no, no no,
1: no, 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 no. no. I'm in the real estate. Of course, I'm in the stock market.
0: Um, I'm in the okay. stocks,
1: bonds, all that kind of stuff. But real estate is what when I handle day to day stuff. Like when I when I'm into, I like I got a financial person that's into my uh, stock stuff. I know about stocks, bonds, um, mutual funds. I know a little bit about that. But okay. yeah.
0: Okay. Now, what got you into stocks and bonds and all this other stuff? There.
1: Well, you 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 had to get it. You you had to get into that. Well, first of all, if you know um, why um, your four one k. While I was playing, you know there was guys uh, when I first got in the league, there was guys that put ten thousand dollars stereos in their cars and won't put in the four one k. You know in their accounts and they, they won't put ten thousand in the four k accounts until they became mandatory in the league. When I first got in there, two thousand four, it wasn't mandatory. They started making it mandatory. I think probably two thousand six. Two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Also so, um, mandatory we, that you got to put money in for Yeah, you see. got you got to put it. In, you got to put it in. It's mandatory now. It, at, at one time it was not mandatory. Wow. So you know, w- w- once your money start being in the there. You got to start uh, figuring it out. You know what you want to put your money into, whether small caps, large caps, you, you have to. Oh, I get say, You know about
0: large caps, small caps. Okay. No. Oh, yeah. you, you, have to, you, you,
1: you, you have to. You have to start. You have to start figuring that out. You know. I mean, they can tell somebody can tell you anything, but until you start mm-hmm. reading up on it yourself, you know, um, you won't know.
0: Man, that is you. The first athlete that uh, 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 spoke to yet, yeah, professional athlete that knew about, you know, stocks and bonds and even real estate that you got into real estate. That you got into, you know, stocks and bonds and you know what large cap is, small cap, international, common stock all that. Yeah, Yes, common
1: stock. All that you, you gotta get in all of that, you know, um so yeah. And mm-hmm. my now first is,
0: way of getting it. Now, now what what advice would you give to some young athlete out there? Shipping that got drafted, maybe out in the league. what what, what, what financial advice would you give them?
1: Well, what, well, first I tell you, to get you to get you, um, it's a lot to know about money. You don't know, you, you you won't know everything. But you get to somebody that do. But not only that, I tell you, get you two different, um, two different financial advisors because gotcha. one may tell you, one may tell you one thing, another may tell you another thing, um. One may tell you one thing, another may take you, tell you another thing, and you learn from both of them, and then mm-hmm. you make your decision. And not only that, you know, at the end of the year, it's just like with taxes and everything else, you split your money up between the both of them. At the end of the year, you're gonna do a comparison. You're mm-hmm. gonna let this man see his. You're gonna let him see him see your. Him see the other person, and, okay. and you're gonna compare. And you're gonna compare. You're gonna see who made you the most money. Now, with that, who made who? What you take the most hit off of, what you take the most losses. And I understand not everybody got the same ideas and same beliefs about stocks and everything else, but you'll kinda of have the best of both worlds and they'll be competing against each other.
0: Gotcha. Just Good
1: like a, just, just like I had to do on the field, you know, you had to compete for your job every year. Same way with investors and, and and advisors, they got to compete every year also.
0: Now how now how are both uh that's very small, Very smart. I My first time hearing that um, come from an athlete, you know, having two investment advisors and then comparing them and, and swapping the portfolios and saying, hey, yeah. you know, who's doing what and, you know, yeah. not. you might lose your job if, you know, you're not handling it properly.
1: Yeah, because if you got somebody, if you think about it, if you got somebody always watching, you know, if I had one, he could just tell me this, you know, this is right, this is that. But, you know, I want not know no different. You know, I just don't only know what he tell me and what I know, which I don't know everything. You know, I, I don't claim to be there. That's what they get paid for because they know more. But mm-hmm. if you got another person, you know, that could tell you, no, I don't think all your money should be here. You should, we should do this. We should do that. And you start looking at a different side, different perspective. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Okay. Now that's, that's pretty smart. Now, um, is there anything you've got planned for the future? Like, you know, anything uh, Mr. Lynch want to Want to get into in the future or oh, anything yeah, um, you want to
1: get into? What's that? Oh, well, i also looking at to open up me a gym, looking to open me a, a performance gym down here where I live at. So I'm in the process in the early stages of doing okay.
0: that. All right. Now, another thing is, like, you've you done pretty well for yourself. You went to the league, came in off the practice squad. All the way to Pro Bowl, Super Bowl, 10-year career, You're in the real estate, um, doing pretty well with your investments. Why do we always hear the opposite side of the story? Why do we hear the people who had oh. May 15, man? How did that happen?
1: Well, that, that, that well, this is why y'all always hear the opposite side of um, a lot of stuff. A lot of time, we negative stuff sells. We don't have the negative, negative side, but there are so many people out there. That's doing good. That's making good investments and stuff. You know that you don't ever hear about, but just like making the stories tell. But a lot of a lot of athletes and stuff, just like not athletes, entertainers and stuff do go broke uh, after they're done. Whether it's whether it's from taxes, whether it's from um, different um, different households they're taking care of, or whether it's marriage, just all kind of stuff.
0: Hmm. Okay
1: it's just so, not yeah, it's just not it's just not one thing that i make making go broke it's a combination of of a couple of things
0: okay not one thing just a couple of things
1: okay? yeah it's a couple of things whether whether it's not knowing just putting all your trust in an advisor whether having eight different baby mamas um
0: whether <laughs> having
1: uh whether it's taking care of everybody in the family nobody working you do know one working you don't want to source the income um making your cousin Joe Blow lived just like you, like a lot of different mm-hmm.
0: stuff.
1: All that started thinking total.
0: Now I got to ask you a question. Now what's the dumbest investment or the you know, worst like you look back and be like, man, that was stupid. You know, uh, what was something that you look back and probably say that you would say that was his?
1: If you had it. Yeah, what the, the, one of the worst investments that I ever made, when I look back and say it was uh, crazy or well, probably I invested in this like um this concert thing that one of the guys are having, like a, a concert, got some artists and stuff to come down, and didn't make the money off of it. That we, actually didn't make no money, end up losing money on it. So mm-hmm. put 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 about ten grand in, and didn't see none of it back. That's probably about the worst investment I ever did.
0: Wow, put ten grand. Okay. Yep.
1: Nice. Probably about the worst. Okay. Did you buy anything
0: crazy? Would you a car guy, jewelry guy? Yeah, I'm, guy? I'm,
1: a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a car guy. I, li- I like cars. You know, I love cars. I'm a car car guy. You know, I love nice cars. Love old school cars. So I'm a car guy. Okay.
0: Right. How many cars? you got?
1: Um. Let me see about five but you know uh, a lot of old you you got nothing okay. when you say my car when you say my car I, I got a business i got a car and that name so it's all kind of stuff you know but me that i personally drive i got a car and a truck and two old schools
0: now would you uh is there anything that like looking back over your career that you probably would have done differently years
1: some of the stuff yeah some of the stuff yeah some of the stuff no because you not everything that you did was bad you know but you it was a learner something mm-hmm. that you learned from something that you learned from whether let people borrow money whether it's um buying um some stuff for the for the house or buying this house not buying this house it's all kind of stuff
0: okay now how would you um uh, like going back and saying hey you know uh handling things financially Going forward now, and you know, learn what you learn now, and see what you learn now. Is it is there anything that you would say the NFL could do different, or is there anything that? What, what is this what, what, uh, is the thing oh, I want to ask you? How do you grade a financial advisor? How do you know who to trust, who not to trust? What you look for?
1: Well, that 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 that, that is the thing. You know, listen, financial advisors just like car sales. Basically. You know, mm-hmm. they're gonna all of want to sell you, sell your dream, sell you the best, sell you the dream. Gonna tell you they can do this, they can tell you they can do that, all of more. You know, you, mm-hmm. you yourself, you got to go with one that 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 you feel comfortable with, that you have a relationship with, not only um. Uh, a relationship with, not even just a uh, financial advisor, like a personal relationship, you got to go with somebody that you trust. You might try out two or three of them before you get the right one. You know, cause mm. everybody, everybody, everybody vision of something is different. Um, everybody won't want their person, um, to be, don't, just want the person to handle all of their money and they don't want to know nothing about it. You know, some guys want to be hands-on, you know, they, there's all types mm-hmm. of advice and stuff. I like to be more hands on more, you know, I like to try to learn as much as I can about different stuff.
0: Got it. Got it. Okay. So, it's pretty, so now, which one would you pick? Someone who's got a high return or someone that you really trust?
1: Well, so that someone I really trust. Someone I really trust the return is not that high Cause when some, if somebody got a high, a high risk uh, i mean high rewards mean high risk <laughs> mm-hmm. okay so, you know so and then you got to know what part of your life are you in too, if you're mm-hmm. in the part of your life where you want to take all the high risk right now where you can recoup or you' later on in life and say no, you know I, I don't want to do that." But I like a guy that I can trust, because I know he ain't gonna put me into nothing that you know uh, crazy. Because he know me, and he know I'm not gonna do nothing crazy, so he not gonna put me in that crazy. Okay.
0: You know, so now, are you think anything NFL do or can do or does the NFL do a good job with like financial literacy?
1: Well, what do they, they do? Just, just like anything else, the guys got to educate yourself. I mean, they're only someone in NFL or whatever can do. But if the guys are educating themselves, you know, there's still going to be a problem, whether it's with whether it's with uh, with money management, whether it's with loans, whether it's with all kind of stuff. You know, you got to educate yourself. You got to read up mm-hmm. on it.
0: Now, looking back, now I didn't get to it at this portion. Do you have a family? You got kids? Daniel yeah. running around? Yeah.
1: No, no Vontae's mm-hmm. got two girls. No Vontae's got two girls.
0: Okay, two girls. Okay, all right. Well, uh, well, is there anything else that you want to say or leave with, because, you know, sitting back and hearing the story is a very good story, and you know, I'm glad to hear that you're doing well. Uh, we definitely want to wish you well in your gym. You got a set date when you want to launch a gym?
1: No, I'm not yet you know, I'm just like I said, I'm in the early stages and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to get a contract from the land together right now so so hopefully um uh, mean me by uh by december by December two thousand eighteen but we'll see
0: okay so if um you know I'm, I'm glad to hear you know uh hear all that good stuff like that, and I also wanted to you know say thank you you know on for uh you coming on and uh doing the show and leaving so many knowledge and gems. Like I said, you're the first athlete that I have uh, met and that's and been on the show that known about, you know, uh you know, known about the you know, stocks and investing and real estate and uh, you know, done pretty well for himself. I'm glad to hear, it, you know. Um, but one of the things I always want to do, I do, you know, like I said, I do have children's financial literacy books that I wanna get to that we'll do offline. But is there anything you want to leave to the listeners out there around the globe?
1: No man, just just be be smart and whatever you invest in, make sure you do your homework, investors or pay people that tell you anything. But just make sure you do do your work, educate yourself before you jump into anything.
0: Yeah, yeah, I heard it. And well, and now people want to get in contact with you. People want to. Uh, find you anyway. What's the way? How people get in contact with you? Oh, you? Yeah, I know Double oh, O Seven.
1: Yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> on on uh, <laughs> on my on my IG is VL Hammer. Uh, on my oh, that's really on, you. Yeah, that's me. That's v, VL Hammer. That I do my own Instagram. on, on oh, I thought you it VL... like, a, like a, an agent. No, man, <laughs> no, that, that's that, <laughs> that's me. On oh, my. Uh, on my uh Twitter is VL forty-four. So uh, and on my Instagram is VL Hammer. So you can find me on both of those.
0: All right. All right. But uh but um I'm, I'm gonna close out the show here and I'm gonna see to you offline for a second. But as always, guys, thank you guys for tuning in to the Investor show. This is your host, Prince Sykes, Defensive Investing. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until the next video, podcast, cartoon, book, or whatever you see me do crazy around the globe, peace, be safe. I'm out. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Simple Investor Radio Show with author and investment advisor, Prince Dykes.